welcome back. And um, you join with the start of a new simon, Simon Lamad Zion in Hilchus Tefillin. And um, it's a special simon because in it we'll discuss the great reward um, in store for somebody who keeps the mitzvah of Tefillin. Um, some remarkable language of the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Burra explaining the Shulchan Aruch and expanding on it. Um, and how uh, of all the mitzvahs assay, all the positive mitzvahs, in some sense, to fill in, is of the greatest importance. Um, we're going to dive in now, and uh, we'll also cover um, the um, well, the the title of the uh, of this sim is Zaman Hanochas Tefillin, the the time of when when does the obligation of Tefillin of putting on Tefillin start? Uh, so obviously the question around permits boys, uh, at what point should a permits boy start wearing Tefillin? So we start with Simon Aleph. Uh, rather, Sif Aleph, Simon Lamed Zion Sif Aleph. The, the Shulchan Aruch says, Godol schar mitzvahs tefillin. How great is the, the reward for the mitzvah of tefillin. Bekol mi she'eno manichem. And anyone who does not put on tefillin, bechal poshe Yisrael begufon. They are considered amongst the, um, those who are negligent um, in their bodies amongst Klal Yisrael. Um, so exactly what this means, uh, who falls in that category and who does not, the Mishra Bro will explain. So on the one hand, it's a tremendous, a tremendous reward, reward for fulfilling the mitzvah. On the other hand, failing to do it, um, and we'll see the conditions, what that means, uh, is, is, a, is a really, really terrible thing. So Mishra Bro explains in Sif Kodan Aleph, Schar, reward, Shekol Hamanichen Ma'arach Yomim Berlum Hazer, those who put on Tfilin, um Potentially, or will lengthen their days in this world, Shnema, because the pasuk says, "Hashem alehem yichyu," um, that Hashem, uh, Hashem who is upon them, will live. So we know we we place the shame Hashem, the name of God, upon us, um, and for that causes life. Foma, osam shenosim es shame alehem, shame Hashem alehem, tefillin yichyu. Shabur explain the pasuk as we've just said. Those that carry the name of God upon them, on their tefillin, they will live. Not only is there a benefit in this world, but also in the world to come, they're guaranteed to have a place in the world to come. And the fire of Gehenim, <coughs> the, the negative experience of Gehenim does not um, uh, weigh heavily upon them. And all of their sins are forgiven. Shimush Rabbo. This is brought in the name of the Tor in, um, in the name of the Shimush Rabbo. Sikotan Peish. Einu Munichom. But if you don't put on Tfilin, Peish. Afilo Minyosel who rack Lifrokim. Even if um, they from time to time would prevent themselves from putting on Tfilin, Koshkenim Mavatel Tomid Mimisazu. And how much more so if they, they constantly uh, um, nullify, they, they, don't, they failed in performance, they don't put this, do this mitzvah. But Prima Godin. So the Prima Godin says, you know what, even if somebody who consciously uh, decides not to fulfill the mitzvah for one day, who gam came lichlal Yisrael, in his opinion, that person is within the category of Poshea Yisrael, those who are negligent amongst Chal Yisrael. 
Steve Cotton Gimbal, Bichlal Poche Israel. So what, what is this category of people that are negligent amongst Klal Yisrael? Davka she'enu manichem b'shvil she'hamitzvah b'zuyo b'eno. So limiting this now to specifically referring to those who do not put on tefillin because they consider it beneath beneath them. They think it's um, despicable or in degrading in their eyes to do so. But somebody who doesn't want to put on tefillin because they're worried that they can't keep um, bodily cleanliness to the level required. Or will not be able to maintain a level of sanctity required um, in wearing them. Um, even though failure to put on tefillin is an avera, we call the bikalyocholodum lezoha beshas kriyashmat because minimally a person could put, put, could could uh, take care of one's body uh, in the amount of time one needs to say the kriyashma and the tefillah, which is the minimum obligation. We call mokom loy lehavi bechlau poshe yisrael. That person it isn't regarded amongst as amongst the the um, yeah, those who consider poshea negligent of Israel. Of course, again, im hamitzvah tomed chaviva olov. And how much more so if the mitzvah is, and truthfully, is uh, beloved to him. Um, and he generally tries to keep a very clean body. But right now there's some kind of um, sickness that is um, that, that's holding him back. That perhaps he has diarrhea or some other illness that is in the making, meaning that he can't keep a clean body. Where, where, where situations beyond his control, then certainly um, that such a person is not in the um, in the category of Poshe Yisrael. But that the cost of a Bach, and you know that the Bach writes that even if a person doesn't um, think the, mis- the mitzvah is degrading, ach melocha. Um, but he puts, doesn't he fails for onto him because he's worried about his work, or shar hefset mormon, or some other monetary loss, or machmas atzlus, or he just can't be bothered. He's lazy. Gamkein hu bechlal poshe Yisrael, begufon. Such a person, it does place himself in the category of those who are negligent with their body amongst klal Yisrael. onesh, But um, there is a distinction in terms of the punishment um, for such a person. You should see there for further details. But there's a distinction um, in in this matter in terms of uh, we said in terms of the onesh, and this is a um, a rebuke for an open rebuke for those people who, because of their laziness and lack of carefulness with the mitzvah, that they place her to fill in directly on their um, um, uh, on, on 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 their forehead. Um, and not on, uh, not higher above. As we learned before, the correct positioning of the tefillin Rosh is just above the hairline. Um, if they place it straight on the forehead, um, that's not a good thing, and they fail in the mitzvah. 
the gam hashal yad, and even when in terms of the shal yad, ein munach al hamakomokadin, they don't um, place the shal yad correctly, as we learned in the previous simon, um, in what we call zone two and zone three, um, of the, the the distance between the elbow and the shoulder. We have the bicep as one knows, so the the tefillin have to be placed on the bicep, um, either at zone two, so not right towards the elbow, but as um, zone uh, but zone so zone that would be zone one. Zone two is the where the bicep starts to rise, where it's attached to the elbow, but it starts to rise and become fleshy. Um, that's the best place for the tefillin. Um, the Vilnagon allows zone three, which is the, uh, the, the where the bicep is most prominent. Um, um, and then zone four, though, towards the shoulder, that the tefillin can't be placed there. Um, so the, the ideal place is a zone two, uh, where on the muscle, just as it starts to rise towards the middle, uh, or according to Vilnagon, right at the middle, up into the middle, um, that's where one should place one's tefillin. The hello zehu if you place the tefillin outside of those areas, um, then it's as if they didn't put tefillin at all. The Primagodin also warns us about this um, previously. In Chlaus of Zion, he writes that the tefillin, tefillin that are not placed in their in the correct position, harahem hamunochem bekison. It's like they put them in, this, in the bag. They're not even on. So it doesn't really help that on the body if they're not in the correct place on the body. And see earlier, as we spoke about in in Simon Chavzayin, the Berhalocha Shirachnu said that the longer discussion about the exact positioning of the uh, the tefillin. Um, so and then see if Dalad, if Chodin Dalad. We said in the Mishnah in the Shulchan Aruch that they become uh, somebody who wantingly and um, doesn't want to fill in. They think it's, it's, it's disgraceful. They're considered bechlau poshei yisrael begufon. They are uh, people who are negligent in their body, begufon in their body. So the Mishnah brought a comment on that word. The dino posuk b'shas Rosh Hashanah. The din um, and the judgment of, is. Um, of such a person is is seen clearly in the in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, Dafyud Zayin, Dafilihu Ish Benoni, somebody who occupies the middle ground. They're not a Sadik, they're not a Rosh, they're in the middle. The Darachu Shalakodesh Borachu Lahato is Vakav Klapei Chesed. For such a person, there's an inclination to be judged leniently towards Chesed. Mikavon Shenimso Besuch Avonosov Avonzer. Since um, this particular sin is is in, is included amongst uh, the other sins, kafchoes machras, who the the side of the scale, as it were, that uh, obligates the person for din, who mochach liyared gehenim, that uh, if if you have this this the sin of not putting on tefillin being poshei begufon, uh, that uh, tips the balance apparently towards uh, to the person going to gehenim. Vim chas v'sholem gam kein avnosov merubim mizchiyosov. Uh, if it happens to be that the person's avarus are greater than their merits, in such case they they uh, find themselves in Gehenim for 12 months. And afterwards, it's worse than that that they're um, they they <coughs> um, 
there's a period where the uh, the neshama is actually is burnt and 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 the the burach afron and and the, the ashes as it were fall tachas kapos ragle hatzdikim they're completely decimated and um, uh, they, they, the ashes fall beneath the feet of the tzaddikim. Um, so quite a harsh harsh commentary from the Mishnah Brewer here. Ein shom betosfus. See in look in Tosfus over there. Dekozer b'shelo osa teshuva. But the Mishnah Brewer is reminding us that all of this is if a person uh, never does tshuva. If a person this is the power of teshuva. If a person had regrets and does um, um, repents for their sins, then then all of this is completely forgiven. There's never loss of hope. V'yayin ki godol kach ha-mitzvah kol kach la-hafech ha-onesh v'chabondaslan Since we hear the negative, we can learn the positive that the how great uh, the reward is for filling the mitzvah and how and by and by God forbid the, uh, by understanding the, the, the depths of the punishment. So uh, I suppose, you know, one should take the, the positive here that um, this is a great mitzvah to fulfill. The, the reward is very great, um, and, and uh, the, the care to which we exert in this, in this mitzvah will be reflected in the, in the great reward we get for it. it says the Mishnah Brewer further, Therefore, that leads us to say we should buy tefillin from a misofa mumcha, the Yorish Shemayim, the Baal Torah, that that we should take care in, in, from when we buy tefillin. It should be from a um, an expert sofa, somebody who fears heaven and has a great deal of Torah knowledge. Not only the boxes, but also the straps. The person should buy them from a, a trustworthy person. That in order should be guaranteed and, and that they've been um, worked on and prepared um, uh, for the sake of the mitzvah, may oros to horus from from pure and kosher uh, um, uh, skins. Kimishahu maniach tefillin psulim, because if we we try to do the mitzvah but we put on hostile tefillin, lo lebad she'enu makayim ha mitzvah. Not so. Not only do we not fulfill the mitzvah, elo shemavorech kama v'kama brachos levatola. That uh, in so doing, we also may mention many brochas that are in vain, shu avon godol, that uh, this is a great sin. And for our many sins, um, there are, uh, unfortunately, there are um, many who um, cause us to stumble. Um, there, are, there are untrustworthy individuals out there. Um, um, with that, um, that so so not only there many, but they 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 stumble themselves and buy uh, from their tefillin and straps from people to who lefi shemochrim bezul that they they sell them very cheaply. They buy from places that are very cheap. Rubon enom and the majority are not properly square even of the of the tefillin boxes. But yes, I could call them. And there are uh, further, um, 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 further uh, problems with these tefillin. That exist at the time where they're written. Um, anyone who has fear of heaven should place upon them heart, upon their heart. That uh, if we're going to buy 
expensive designer clothing, that how much more so for uh, you know heavenly objects, objects that are uh, for mitzvahs with, that we shouldn't uh, therefore hold back and, and restrict our, our expenditure on those and, and you know, pay begrudgingly. We should, um, you know, pursue those uh, and purchase from um, those items that are certainly kosher, even if their their, their cost is that much, that that much more. Because of a darchi Moshe and the darchi Moshe, who is the Ramor, writes b'shem Mordechai in the name of the the great Rishon, the Mordechai. That um, one should um, take it upon themselves to go after really beautiful tefillin, because we have the possible that says, This is my God, and I will glorify him. Um, that you should, you should buy them, um, that they should be written by a, an expert sofa, with a beautiful handwriting. And with a great, with lovely ink, and with the perfect and the great uh, quill, with 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 the best, with very nice uh, parchment. So um, it's worth investing in in tefillin uh, because the reward is very great for them. Says the Mishnah, says the Shulchan Aruch actually in Sif Cotton in Sif Base. There's a mitzvah to wear tefillin all day. But because what's required when wears is required a very high standard of cleanliness, a gufnoki, a person shouldn't pass wind whilst wearing tefillin. And in terms of one's mental faculties, one has to have one's you know awareness of them all the time. And, and, and it's just not practical and realistic that every person can be as careful with them. Therefore, the, the minig is that we don't wear them the whole day. That the, um, we should be particular to wear tefillin at the time when we say kriyashma and tefillah. So that's really when um, they're most needed. And, you know, uh, we, um, tefillah, um, we, we extend it so it includes the whole, of, whole, the whole of our davening in the morning. But minimally it should be for the Amida, as well as uh, saying wearing them for Krishma. And, and the mission will point out for Krishma as well that a, a separate Indian, a, a separate matter here, that within the Krishma itself it refers to tefillin. And therefore we don't want to be made sheker. We don't want to... Uh, testify falsely about wearing tefillin uh, when we're not. So we we, don't, we want to uh, we want to say the Shema whilst we're wearing tefillin, um, <clears throat> and we'll see that in the, in the Mishnah Berurah shortly. So Mishnah um, Berurah in Sif Cotton Hay says as follows: the Osama love that the tefillin to on him is man kotzer kazer at a at a short period of time like this. Um, one can look after one's body to ensure that well, there's no uh, wind past um, and that one has the correct level of intent uh, during davening to, to keep one's mind on one's tefillin. Shas Krishma, the Kodakura Krishma below tefillin, that anyone who says Krishma without tefillin, 
It's as if, as we mentioned, they're giving false testimony upon themselves. So, because Shema has in it that we that we should bind it on our arm and put it on our head, and that's what we say that in Shema, and we want to find that our, the Tefillin are on at that time, and so we, we give real testimony upon ourselves that we're doing the right thing. Um, but there are, we're going to see there are uh, qualifications to this. If Tefillin don't come to him right now, or he had um, uh, perhaps problems, diarrhea, for example, um, he was not well, He's not able to wear tefillin at the time of Krishna and, and, uh, and, and tefillah, then the whole day is fitting to wear tefillin to fulfill the mitzvah, um, and so it will not prevent the, the performance of the mitzvah having not worn them at the time of um, Krishna and uh, the Amida. Okay. One needs to be careful. Have I jumped a bit? One second. I have jumped. Let me go back. Um, right. So, see cotton zayin utfiller. So, not only during Krishna, but also at the time when we dab and we say the imida. See above in simon chaf hey if yud gimel. This applies to all people. Or men, avo anche maisa, but those of great deeds, nogim lilmod achat filler betfillin. They would learn for a little bit or learn for a long bit uh, with their tefillin on after davening. Ach yesh lizoher, but one should be careful. Shelo ledaber bohem devorim betayim. One mustn't speak um, unnecessary or, or um, irrelevant words with tefillin on. Imlovad isur devorim betayim. Apart from the, the issue of just speaking rubbish, um, who because he'll come to um, through speaking unnecessary things, he'll come to um, forgetting about his tefillin. But I'm the elder Simon Chavches if gotten yud but my sirav and see the Vilna going on this in in that section over there. So again, uh, intent of one's tefillin is very important. So whilst it's praiseworthy to learn a bit after davening with one's tefillin on, uh, but one must maintain one's concentration as well, um, and certainly not talk with the warm battalion. Gimel, the Shokhanach says cotton. Now, um, we're now getting to the point of uh, what, what's the age for starting to wear tefillin. So cotton hayo lishmo tefillin, betaro, a young child, uh, that knows how to guard his tefillin with purity. Um, he shouldn't sleep in the tefillin and shouldn't pass wind in the tefillin. Um, and says there are more. And should also not go into the to a toilet into, with uh, wearing one to water into wearing one's tefillin. The the goes on to say of such a such a child of oviv. The child's father is, is obligated to buy tefillin for him and to educate him in the mitzvah of tefillin. Ramor adds, Yesh um, Omrim, there are those that say, the high cotton ben yud gimel shonim We're talking here, cotton is specifically somebody who's 13 years and one day. Um, 
Kachol, Vekein Nogo, Vein Neshanois. And such is the minic, and uh, it's not to be changed. So um, at the age of permitzvah, a, a child will then becomes an adult, starts putting on tefillin. Um, we'll see what the Mishnah Bura has to say about this uh, a bit further. The Mishnah Bura in Sikhod Neches says, Hayodea, so the child knows how to protect their, their bodily functions and uh, um, and won't sleep in them. The Kodim Lachain, Prior to this time, it's not permitted to put for such a child upon tefillin. The love chinuchu, and it's not considered to be education to try to get a child to wear such tefillin. Um, but Siv Cotton Tess, at the appropriate age, it is it is, it is prohibited to to be mechanech to educate a child in their tefillin. The mitzvahs hanochoson in the midst of putting the tefillin on. So there are two parts. One is the practical matter of wearing a tefillin, and similarly, and to teach him all the laws that we're doing, the surrounding tefillin. Uh, that's the second part, and that's also needed for the father to teach the, the child. Um, that is going on the Ramor, who says that specifically Davka when he's 13 and one day. The Kodim Lachain says to Mishnah Bura, Ein Manicho Lilbosh Tefillin Afilu Im Yursa. That prior to the time, one cannot allow a child upon Tefillin, even if he wants to. The Bavada Einu De Lishmo Tefillof, that um, the child may want upon Tefillin, but he's not capable of looking after his bodily functions well enough to allow him to do so. And Yud Gimel Shonim, he has to be 13 years old. So Hainu Afilu Im Lo Saros. That so even if so even if he physically hasn't achieved maturity of um, of having two pubic hairs, uh, as long as he's achieved in, in time 13 days and one month, uh, 13 years and one day, then he can put on tefillin. And and such as the minog um, of the Ramor that only at the age of the that they pop start putting them on. So the Mishnah Bura says for Achshav Nogu Lahaniach Shnaim or Shlosh Chodoshim Kodim Nasman. Our minog says the um, the, the Mishnah Brewer is for a child to put on the tefillin two or three months before uh, that time, um, and that's based on the Mogen Avram. Ayn Behalocha, and want to see the Behalocha on this. However, the Dirshud number seven brings um, from the Oroch Hashulchan that uh, the minig, according to, to him, is for a bar mitzvah boy one month prior to being bar mitzvah to start wearing tefillin. Um, so there are different minhogim. Uh, when a permissible boy starts to wear tefillin, um, the, uh, and, and the, the basis is that um, they have to obviously approaching permissible, um, be close to it, but also that they're capable of maintaining that, you know, both um, physical cleanliness and mental awareness of, of the mitzvah. And um, finally, the Mishnah Baruch closes here by saying, Cheresh. Um, so, somebody is deaf, that can speak but can't hear, or can hear but cannot speak. has the obligation to put on tefillin, somebody who cannot hear and cannot speak. One shouldn't um, protest um, if, such a, if a person um, would want to put on tefillin. This wouldn't be a problem. 
and we'll conclude here. So um, we start next time in Sif Simon Lamadres, um, who is obligated to fill in and who is exempt. Thank you all so much for joining. Have a very good rest of your day.